0: You know, um, before we start, I know that she's probably going to be embarrassed if I do this, but Heather just graduated from college. <laughs> you stand up, Heather. Stand up. Come on. Well, you knew what was going to happen. <laughs> pretty awesome, isn't it? <laughs> Congratulations, Heather. It's really pretty awesome. <laughs> and um, really glad to have all of you here this time. Uh, Today is Communion Sunday, and um, I've uh, got a couple things we're going to share, but um, before we do that, we're going to take up the offering, and then I'll go into the announcements. There's announcements first and then the offering. I'm confused, <laughs> maybe because of the static. Um, let me go into announcements first. Um, next Sunday is normally what our... our um, Potluck dinner would be, but it's Mother's Day, so we're canceling the potluck. Okay, so no potluck. I'm probably the one that's going to suffer the most (laughs) because I love the cooking. And uh, then on Monday nights, the women's meets um, here at uh, at 6 o'clock p.m., and they've really been having uh, some good studies. Wani shared a little bit about the fire he's been studying. Pretty awesome. And then um, um, Wednesday night is a prayer service, and I, I do talk a little bit, sometimes a little bit too much. But it uh, starts at 6.30 on Wednesdays. Um, I think there's something coming up, and I'm missing. Men's the Men's breakfast uh, is on a Saturday, and it starts at 8 o'clock. Men, I'd like to invite you to come. We really have a good time. Um, Bob and I do the cooking, so you know it's on Bob's part. It's good, you know. If you got to put up with me, it's questionable, but it's good. We've always had some good food, though, lots of it. So you're invited. Um, I'm going to go over this. All right. Pardon? Oh yeah. We have, uh, I believe it's three ministries that we support um, on a regular basis, but the others, we we have a sign on the box in the back, and if there was a chance you'd like to give to that uh, ministry, then we'd welcome you to do that. Um, I think that's that's it. Can we um, have the ushers? Yes, Mike. So if you have a, a, a ministry that you're really um, pleased with, share it with us, and we'll put it in line so that we can donate to that also. If we can have the ushers come forward, we'll take the tithes and offerings. Mike, do you mind praying? Only Father, we thank you for bringing us here today. We thank you for beautiful weather and Lord, we ask for crop protection for the next couple of nights, Lord. Lord, I ask you to be with our country, be with our troops, the President. I ask you to bless these ties and offerings. In Jesus' name, we pray. The song that she's about ready to play. Um, we've been listening to it all week long today is is community we get to do is um, uh, we've got a few people that we've been praying for uh, a lot of them are listed here already in the back of your bulletin um, and I'd like to have you remember that. Um, I believe that God can do over and above what we ask or think. Amen. So, um, but we wanted to add, um, there was somebody else, Fran, that you wanted to add to this? Uh, Kenneth Lacey. Pardon? I'm, I'm going to, we got to add Deb's name, Wandy, to this list. Okay. Um, I was going to say Deb's curio, but it's a Steve, Deb, so maybe the people didn't see that. It does have Deb on. Oh, it does? Yeah. So if you don't mind, let's um, let's just pray for these folks. Mike? Uh, for like Jennifer, She's been diagnosed with cancer Cancer? Okay. Yeah? I have a praise report. Last week I asked you guys to pray for my um cousin Mark. They were testing him for cancer and it came all back clear, he does not have Amen. Cancer. Awesome. Thank you, Val. Anyone else? Sarah? Yeah, pray for me. I'm having an awful battle with that devil. Okay. And I'm telling you it's it's just about tearing me apart. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll remember you, Sarah. Well, remember me too, because I'm having a battle with my body. It <laughs> <laughs> won't yeah. doesn't wanna work yeah. for me anymore. Uh-huh. <laughs> um you know what's really cool is that um, we, we, we do this because that, um, and it, well, there are so many different ages here this morning that um, each of us have things that we, we go through. And, you know, like some of these songs, you know, like the Hope song, it just doesn't matter where you're at. I think God wants to reach out and touch us and, and let us know that he will never leave us in anything And it's coming to that place like, um, you know, you want to abandon yourself to who he is. And it's uh, so awesome. So let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you for this opportunity that we have of praying for each of these uh, people on this list, Father. And I'm not going to name them all, but Father, you know them, Lord Jesus. uh, I'm expecting, Lord, that you would move in each person's life, Father. You know exactly what they need. And, Father, we could say it, but, Father, um, you know exactly what they need. And I'm just asking, Lord, that you meet each person's need, and we give you praise and honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, today is Communion Sunday. And um, have any of you ever watched the Christian movies called um, Facing the Giants? No. Nope. Um, uh, there's a coach, he's coaching a a football team, and the first couple games that they're playing, they lose so badly, and normally there is one they lost, which normally they win, but it seemed like, you know, there was no focus, and the coach was really getting discouraged and sort of stomping his feet, and uh, they was... um, Finally, he came to the point where he just wanted to acknowledge God, lay aside all the other stuff. Uh, they were thinking about firing him from his job being coach because that, um, he wasn't doing very well. And uh, he spent almost a whole night after that, you know, just being in the Word, searching out who God was in his life. And uh, so he wrote out a plan, and he started implementing the plan. And um, there was one day they was lined up, and he was talking about um, the aroma. <laughs> now, this is a funny uh, term, but you know each of us, uh, in a in a sense, are an aroma. You know, have you ever uh, been close to that person where they go, you know, they got some perfume on, and go, wow, that is awesome, or you get somebody close to somebody, and go, Whoa. well, he went, he went to one of the. The uh, players and the uh, coach was over there, and he was going, you need some work. <laughs> it wasn't picking on him. It was just, um, it's, it's like changing our attitude, um, and it brings about a change in who we are in Christ. Um, you know, the, all the songs this morning, to me, felt like, you know, I've, there's so many times we want to make it about who we are, and we want to make it about who he is in our life. And, and it's difficult sometimes. We go through stuff all the time. But it, it happens to every one of us, every one of us that goes we'll through those things where um, we don't necessarily understand why God would allow us to do this. But um, in it, we can cry out to him and begin to build a relationship with him. Like... Um, You know, the enemy says a thief comes not but to steal, kill, and destroy from you. I mean, he wants to discourage you from walking out who Christ is in your life. But Jesus said, I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. And there's sometimes, you know, like learning how uh, we can react to the different circumstances in our life. And I'm not saying that God is going to give you uh, sickness or weakness or other things that are pull you back or whatever. Um, I'm sure going to college there was those moments where you um, wish you could get past it right away. <laughs> and uh, We've all been in those circumstances, but it's how Christ interacts in our life and wants us to pull us out of the situation where we begin to focus on the problem and begin to Focus on who he is and the solution to the problem. I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. If you want to take your Bibles and turn to uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 2. going to start reading with uh, verse 14 everybody there 2nd corinthians 2 14 through 17 now thanks be to god who always leads us in triumph in christ and through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place for we are to God the fragrance of Christ among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing to the one we are the aroma of death leading to death and to the other the aroma of life leading to life and who is sufficient for these things if we are not as so many paddling the word of god but as of sincerity but as of God, we speak in the light of God and Christ. You know, um, um, I went to Bible college in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and um, I didn't graduate, but during that time, there were some things that I really noticed about, um, see, I'm really proud of you, Heather. (laughs) I went through the, the first semester of my sophomore year and um, I really, I, I did get discouraged, I, I, but it wasn't because that I didn't feel I was inadequate. It was just I saw some things in people's lives that I felt like, Lord, this this isn't right. You know, it's like um, I, I was um, my first year. I had a lot of enthusiasm my first year in college. You probably like that, right? Woohoo! <laughs> my first year, I'm gonna get it. And um, you know, um, the second year that I uh, was in there and there was a senior that came up to me and he said, Bob, the only thing that you have is just freshman enthusiasm. And I said, well, this is my sophomore year. <laughs> freshman enthusiasm. And then he talked about um, how his vision was is to uh, graduate with high grades and to get a big church so he could earn a, a good living. I'll be honest with you, that, that discouraged me about the purpose and the plan that that young man had when he was finished. Like, I, I want to I learn more about him, not so that I can go ahead and peddle the information so that you pay me more money. I want to I learn more about him so that I can begin to experience who he is for my own self. You know, like, for me to get up here and tell you a lot of stuff and uh, bring that sermon that's going to pound on you, (laughs) don't want to do that. I want to encourage you to walk out who Christ is in you. And it doesn't happen. Like, uh, I've I've known people who have talked to me, and they want to uh, sort of impress me with their knowledge of the Word of God and stuff like that, and... That's not what God's looking for. I mean, you can have a tremendous knowledge of who Christ is or the Word of God. But if it's just to impress others with it, then we're missing it. He says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all things shall be added unto you. That's Matthew 633. And, and it's like coming to that place where it's a personal relationship. You know, like um, we, we look to others and we want to impress them with our faith and, and believing that God is mighty. But then we go through that little valley and we're going, Wait a minute, God, where are you? And we have to learn that He's still with us. Do you know what trials and tribulations are for? To sort of uh, put us in that fire that the lady has been working on Monday nights. It's a fire. Do you know what fire is for? To purge imperfections. Like, have you ever uh, heard what they do for gold? They, they put it in fire, and they heat it up so that um, it begins to boil, and the, the dross, the imperfections of it rise to the top. And so it's scraped off, and you get a more pure gold Exciting. <laughs> An anxiety. So what God's doing in us is when we go through those things is to trust him that he's going to remove something from us to make us closer, more aware of who he is in our life. It's it's not to bring you to that place where you feel like he doesn't love you anymore or that he's, he's abandoned you because of maybe some faults that you have in your life. God isn't like that. How many of you know John three sixteen? for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Now I'm going to ask you a question. Is he leaving anybody out? He said for God so loved the world. That means every person in this world God loves even the ISIS and I know it's hard to say that but it's true god loves them and sometimes how we respond to other people is gonna make them think about who you are you know do we have that aroma of christ do you ever get around somebody that's just a really a, a believer but they're they're not arrogant about it and they don't push it i got a story to tell you. There was, we was out doing a food drive for the Ladders of Hope yesterday and uh, we sell tickets for half a pig it helps raise money for the Ladders of Hope and um, there was a lady who came up and just wanted to throw a dollar bill in and she didn't want a ticket. I said well God bless you. She says I'm an atheist Can I share something with you? I could have gone ahead and brought up scriptures and everything else you know, but the Lord said no You know why? Because sometimes that beating people up about who they are does not affect them at all. As as a matter of fact, for the most instances that I've ever seen people that I've sort of had debates with, it only emboldens them for what they believe because they're going to try to prove to you why they believe what they believe. But when you step back and you say, well, thank you, you know, I didn't argue with her. And um, she looked back and she says, no, thank you. I'm going, okay. <laughs> you know, it's, what is it? You know, like God's not looking for us to be um, uh, emboldened, although there are some times where I have shared the, the, the Lord with other people. But he said, my sheep hear my voice and they follow me. You know, like I believe that when you begin to hear who God is in your life, and you start sharing with people because that you really care about them, that it does not offend them, especially if if you hear God say something to you about somebody else, and you go over and share it with them. You know, like um, can I pick on you, Jeremy? Right. Awesome! I love this. He's taller than I am, so that's why I'm really picking on him. But he's going to say to you, Jeremy, you're so awesome. And uh, God wants you to know that he has a plan for your life. That's not offensive, is it? But that's what God wants you to know. See, and it's like that. It's, it's not something where, you know, I'm going to try to convince people to walk out who I am in Christ. They need to learn how to walk out who they are in Christ. Personally. God wants us all to be that aroma that when we get next to somebody they're not gonna go Whoa. <laughs> Right? But we wanna we wanna display who Jesus is. Give and it shall be given unto you. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not uh, saying that there's people out there that don't need help from our government, but you know, there's sometimes, you know, just that the the attitude of give to me, I need it, you know. And if you need it, I'm, I, I praise God that the, that it's there. But to come to the place where I'm going to be dependent on that is something I don't want to do. I want to depend on who Jesus is in my life, you know that. He, and and in it, He gives us wisdom to know how to handle our finances, how our wives, our children, uh, our house, our everything about us he cares about us how many of you got children that you wish that you could have them sit here this morning and and listen you know all of us I've got two daughters two sons I pray for them often I know they're believers but they they don't exactly want to go to church all the time um, and I could call them up every Sunday and say did you go to church no, it doesn't work. But when my sons call me, I, I talk to them, and they share with me what's going on, and I just let them know, I'm, I'm praying for you. I'm believing that God will make a way for you. That means my oldest son's calling me more than he ever has because I don't beat him up. Listen, it's not bad that we share with them, but allow God to work in your life so that they can see it too. My daughter's the same way. I can call them up and say, "Well, you got to do this, 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 and this," and they saying, "Well, if, if I want to be accepted by my dad, I guess I better do all that stuff." See, it's it's for me. I don't want them to do that. I want them to come to the place where they know who Jesus is and they walk him out. Uh, I'm seeing some really cool things happening. Our oldest daughter too. It's been really cool, hasn't it, Wandy? It's just, uh, you know, um, I wonder if I should share this. Mm. One is going. So, you know, see there, I'm obedient. <laughs> Can I share some with you? I, I know that that was a simple thing. But even in that, you know, coming to the place where we honor our spouses, we honor our children, we honor who they are in Christ, and allow them that ability to go ahead and communicate with you. Can I share something? When you open the door for people to be able to communicate with you, it's so much easier to share with them your hope for them. And not be condemning. God is looking for a people that will follow him and have that aroma of who Jesus is in their life. Today is Communion Sunday. And... Um, you ever think about that word communion? It's it's an ability to associate yourself with who Jesus is and so that we want to communicate to him our love for him, our appreciation for what he did. He gave his life. He He was killed on the cross, shed his blood, was buried, and then he rose again. And our communications with him is important. This morning we're going to celebrate a communion with him. It's, it's not just, you know, I'm going to come up here and take the bread and drink the wine or whatever. It's, it's like I want us to realize that God, Jesus really wants to have communion with us. Amen. Amen. He doesn't want us to just go through the motions. This is communion. We we need to realize who he is in us and what he's done for us and, and what he's really willing to do for us, even today and tomorrow and the next day. He says, acknowledge me in all your ways and I'll direct your path. Isn't that cool? that God wants to be intertwined in who we are so that not only we have the aroma of Christ but we have communion with him we're able to communicate with him and we are getting more used to hearing him Did you ever um, going to do something and um, you know you just felt in your heart no I'm not supposed to do that so you don't do it you ever done that I'm going to tell you a recent story. It's not that I couldn't have. I could have. But this morning, we was um, cutting up the bread you know, so that we wouldn't just tear it apart today. But um, I was going to go ahead and eat some of the bread. No, I'm sure it would have been bad. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I want to I hear Jesus. I want to hear God in my life. And you know how you do that? You begin to listen to him, and when he says no, then you don't do it. And so I put the bread back down. I love the crust of a bread. How many of you love crust? <laughs> oh, yeah. So awesome. <laughs> I can tell you I'm, I'm looking forward to going home and eating that crust. <laughs> but I didn't eat the bread. It, and see, like I'm sharing this. It's only, it's only getting used to hearing who Jesus is in you. God's looking for that communion with you. You know, he wants to be able to uh, interact with your life every moment, everything that you worry about. Um, he wants to interact with you. <laughs> it's good. Um, we're going to go ahead and, do communion. Now, this morning it's going to be a little different. My wife can come on up here. Um, what we're going to do is instead of everybody just lining up, the ushers are going to start in the back, and they're going to allow the people in the back to come forward. When they're finished, the next people will come forward for communion. Then that way everybody doesn't have to stand in line for forever, especially if... Um, this is so good, Brad. I want to... I, You're lucky I didn't eat what he said I, because we wouldn't have had very much left. Um, I just wanted to share something a little bit more, too. Um, verse, verse, uh, uh The sixteen to one, we are aroma of death leading to death, and to the other, the aroma of life leading to life. Who is sufficient for these things? Do you know that um, Jesus really had to die? Um, He had to sacrifice himself, and then he shed his blood. Um, If if you don't understand, if you've never really read, and maybe. gotten familiar with what Jesus went through on the day that he was crucified. Um, you see pictures of him now, and, and uh, you know, like this here, or maybe even in a, a film and he's holding the lamb and stuff, and you can, or maybe even on the cross. Um, I really believe that if you would have saw him on that day, you wouldn't have recognized him because he was whipped and beaten so badly. Do um, you know what a, a, a whip of cattails is like? It's, it's got glass and stuff in it, and when they hit somebody and they pull it off, it actually rips their body apart. So he went through that. And then the, of corns, or the, the crown of thorns. Forgive me, won't you? But to imagine you know, them putting it on your head and then pressing it down and what it was like and then being nailed to the cross. Uh, Can you imagine somebody putting a nail through your hand, you know, and your feet? And then um, hanging there for hours, waiting for the Lord to go ahead and just say, okay. But he did it because he loved you. And the communion this morning is celebrating what he did for us. We're having communion with Jesus. We're saying, thank you, Lord. For what you've done. And um, uh, as you come, we're going to go ahead and give you the piece of bread and you're going to dip it in the glass of uh, wine here. It's not really, it's that sparkling juice. I was tempted to get the other stuff, but I thought, well, (sighs) see, I'm obedient again. I think sometimes we think for the love. His love isn't good enough for us. You know, and when Christ died for us, he can no longer love you anymore or love you any less. And to me, that is so awesome. He went to the cross because of the love for you. And it's so awesome that no matter what you do, he will not love you anymore or any less. Amen. That's a promise. That is his promise to you. Amen. Thank you, Val. It was really important that I want... To invite every person here to take communion, if you believe in Jesus Christ, and I don't care what your past was, I don't care what you did yesterday or this morning, if you yelled at your husband or anything. Yeah. I'm innocent. <laughs> see that? <laughs> but see, it, it, it really doesn't matter. Uh, you know, God forgave her. <laughs> But I'm inviting everyone here to please partake of the communion. Um, You don't have to be a member to celebrate the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Um, We just welcome you to come. Ushers, if you'd go ahead and allow them. I feel like I want to share this with you, that um, if you're here this morning and you're sort of doubting where you stand with Christ, you don't have to raise your hand, but if you would like, you know, the word says in Romans chapter 10, verses eight, nine, and 10 says, what does it say that it is a word of faith which we preach that if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, the Lord Jesus Christ, thou shalt be saved. I'm going to pray in just a moment. And if you believe that in your heart, I'm not saying that you have to come forward, but you can if you like. Um, I'm just going to pray. You can do it right where you're sitting. Okay, so here we go. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you for this opportunity. And, Father, we believe your sacrifice on the cross and the blood that you shed for me, Father. And, Lord, I confess all my sins to you. We accept your forgiveness. And, Father, we want to make you Lord of my life. So come in now, Jesus. I invite you. In Jesus' name, amen. If ever you want... um, uh, I do have a phone number on the back of the um, bulletin. So if you'd like to talk about it, you can give me a call. Please, I'd be willing to talk with you. And uh, believe me, there's no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Like it's, We come to that point where um, I'm, I'm no better than all of you. I walk out my salvation every day. And I have to turn to him and accept who he is every day. And believe me, (laughs) sometimes I might need it more than you do, but it's so awesome to experience his presence. Like the song we've been listening to is just a a place of worship, just getting off by yourself. Have you ever driven down the road, especially during the spring, and have your window down, and you could smell that, those... uh, Flowers from the from the fields and stuff, and it's so awesome. And I used to, I didn't really understand all that until after I got born again. But I was driving, I was living in Holly, Michigan, driving down the roads, and my window was down. I didn't have air conditioning either. But I could smell the aroma, and I thought, Lord, this is Your presence. And I just, uh, it almost made me want to cry because that, there was such a presence of Jesus in that time. So like when you are riding down the road, turn your air conditioning off, especially if the flowers are out on the field, and roll down your window. (laughs) And um, know that the aroma that you're smelling from them, there are people that are experiencing who Jesus is because of you. Isn't that exciting? Father, we thank you for today. Lord Jesus, bless each person that's here. And, Father, we want to just acknowledge you and thank you. And, Father, help us to have communion the rest of our life with who you are. Be with each person, Lord Jesus. Bless them this afternoon. Thank you for Heather and what you've done in her life. I just ask, Lord, that you just uh, pave the way for her, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. And I hope you have a wonderful afternoon.